0: Thank you for tuning in to the WTF Walk the Fake podcast. We hope today's episode is an encouragement to you. Please hit the like and the share buttons on your podcast platform so others can listen in as well. Now buckle up, let's go!
1: And here we are, Season 1, Episode 4. So thanks for joining us. We appreciate you being a part of this WTF Walk the Faith podcast with us. And we always want to try to help transform your obstacles into opportunities and your
0: problems into possibilities. possibilities.
1: Absolutely. We are your hosts. I'm Kevin.
0: And I'm Tricia.
1: And if you've been listening for any length of time, you listened to previous episodes, you know we've been sharing uh, some of our life's experience that led us to WTF.
0: Right. Hey, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you like my hair today?
1: I love your hair. Why? Why?
0: Because I just got it (laughs) did.
1: You need that affirmation. I love that about you and I don't mind to give it to you. There you have it.
0: Well, let's jump right in.
1: Yeah. So today we're going to start with uh the moment after the hurricane or after the storm. Right. Um, much like it is like with a tornado or hurricane and it's that massive shock that people get, right? When they when the the dust settles, right. the rains, uh, and you start seeing yes. what has been left behind. Um because for us it was you know, it was like the storm of the century. It passed yeah. in our lives. Yeah. And- oh,
0: you know what? Yeah what? I have a joke about storms.
1: Oh, Okay. Come on, let's hear
0: it. If April showers bring May flowers, what do May flowers bring?
1: Mm. I think I know, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Pilgrims. Yeah, that's a great joke. I love it.
0: All right, so after the storm.
1: Yeah. So at least the torrential rains, of damaging winds, all that. Um, the wild emotions yeah. uh, of the of that time, but it's here that reality begins to set in for us. Because immediately after the storms, it is so difficult to have positive thoughts because it of what it's right, in, what a, is right in front of you. Right,
0: and you know, during the storm, you know what it reminds me of, like when we were going, and we're still going through, but of course, we're we're through the major part. But in the in the thick of it, I truly at times felt like I was Jim Cantori standing <laughs> and, and covering yes, the yes. major historic storm. And he's standing yes. out there and it, the waves are, you know, or the not the waves, yeah. but the the, the, the wind winds so and the and he's trying to, you know, that's what we felt like that. We were just trying to get our footing and keep keep stable in it. But, you know, how a storm will come in. And a lot of times you'll have this big, huge cell, and then you'll have like little blips maybe after it where it's not as strong. I feel like that sometimes is still our, the journey that we're on. Like the major storm is over. Right. But we still have had the little pop-ups or the little cells that will come along after. And, and, And we because we've gone through the big, we're we're able to manage the small. Yeah. A lot better.
1: I agree. And so after that the reality hits us, mm-hmm. then then it's um you know it took of course for me, it took several weeks yeah. really yeah. to find stable ground emotionally and spiritually. Right. The great thing was is, you know, while I was now without a job and wasn't going anywhere, even though I was trying to look, um, I was at home in the mornings and, you know, we finally were able for the first time to have on a consistent basis, just for the two of us to be able to sit down in the mornings and pray together yeah. and feel like we were able to uh, really touch heaven together. And right. we've done it, but, right. but this kind of really helped us, aided us in becoming more intentional, I right. would say.
0: And, you know, if you remember... I know you remember. I do. You would not forget. Mm-mm. This came the first, first week, week of December. December. Yes. And <clears throat> I mean, we I mean, we had decorated for Christmas. I mean, my house, yeah. we love to decorate for Christmas. We do. And our house is decked out. We had already done that. We were in the mode. And then this happened. And you didn't get severance. You did have a, a little bit of vacation, a little bit. but you, you didn't get severance. And so we were thinking Christmas is around the corner. We have a grandchild. You know, we had Rosalie at the time. Right. Emmy had not been born yet, but we had Rosalie.
1: She was in the oven cooking.
0: Yeah. Emmy was. Yes, she was. But Christmas was, was coming. One of our favorite times of the year. And we were left with, I mean, what are we going to do?
1: Yeah, exactly. It
0: just, Gigi and Papa had to get the, you know, (laughs) had to get all the things. And no, no, I mean, we just love Christmas as a time of giving. And we love to buy gifts. It's just, we know it's not all about that. That's right. But it it, it brings us joy. And so we just were left with, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? to do with the situation.
1: Yeah, and I and I kind of determined, I know we both had, I mean, I've always considered myself to be a, have strong faith, but I was determined that I was not going to allow that untimely, really cruel event to tempt me to give up my joy, to give up my peace. Right. Now, obviously, the wild emotions that w- you and I both faced, yes. there were times when we felt like it was slipping away.
0: Right. I, I remember saying... We are going to enjoy Christmas. We are not right. going to let this put a damper on our Christmas. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. We're gonna have. We're gonna remember what it's about, and we're going to have joy and not let it put a wet blanket on our Christmas season. And we didn't. And we, and we didn't. We didn't.
1: But in all reality, and I mean, once you get past Christmas, it's like you know what? What do we do now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you start feeling those emotions of the hurt, and the, you know, it felt like that knife was just twisted in. Uh, and you mentioned the no severance. Um, next episode, we're going to talk about some of those things that that really we dealt with right. financially, s- still are dealing with. Right, right. But the no severance, and it was not even discussion. It was just like you're gone. See you later. Um, and that that was so hurtful, and uh, it was it was tough tough to to get through that. Yeah. And and it led to a lot of questions of the, you know, the, the typical what ifs and I'm not real fan of the what ifs, but they came without, I mean, that came in like a flood yes and you know, the things like, uh, what if I'd taken that other job I applied for and was interviewed for, you know, uh, several months prior to that, or what if I'd been more diligent looking for another job while I still had that job or, or what if I'd done things differently through that whole process, you know? Yeah. I I wondered what if.
0: And I remember because you had been working your tail off Mm. through a um, transitional season at your job. You had been working way over 40 hours a week and were giving, you know, all you could to making that happen. Mm. And I remember you getting a a message from your boss saying what a great job you were doing and nobody else could have taken it through in this transition, could have taken it like you had and could have weathered even the, all the critical messages and all the um, barrage of pressure that was coming upon you. No one could have done it as well as you. And I remember you getting that. Right. from him. And I mean I think it came up in your memories not not too long ago. The memory of him sending you and you send it to me I'm like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, how great how great is that, you know, that they're seeing your your value after being in that company for 20 years of of seeing you move into you had just gotten a promotion and a and a big raise and they were seeing your value in that. So that was pretty um telling for sure
1: it was and you know it kind of it was the i think it was the eye opener i knew there was you know there was such a, a struggle there internally in the in the job mm-hmm. uh with the company but i i guess it was at that point really where i, I felt like um, it was kind of identifying for me and, and giving me an awareness that, hey, it's, yeah. it's a lot yeah. further than what it, it may even appear to be. Right. And so it made me start thinking, you know, the, back to the what ifs, you know, what if we can't pay our bills? What okay. if I can't find a job? Right. You know, what if, what if, what if, what if? But I also know we serve a God that that takes care of us. That right, God. No matter what the situation is. So, um if, if it's a difficult season, he he, help, he helps us and leads us through or takes us out. Or if it's a good season, he's always there. He's never, he's never well, absent.
0: And at that time, <clears throat> specifically, I remember a time we were at the mall. We were in Tennessee. We were at the mall. We were with our kids. We were actually on our way, and you had— a conversation with a an employee that had been also at the company since just about day one right and he had a similar situation happen to him same kind of it was similar to what you had been through and he um was sharing with you that there was some litigation and just was kind of talking you through and and I remember us feeling like this excitement like okay it's not not an excitement but like wow you're not the only one going through this this is a company thing yeah it wasn't just you it was it it sounded like it was employees that had been there for a long time yeah that were experiencing this and i remember while we were walking in the mall saying to you kevin i just feel like that it's gonna be no time And you're going to have so many job offers that you're just going to be able to pick which one and it's going to be awesome and great. And I remember feeling that. And three months later, six months (laughs) later, nine months later. Here we are. Right. And I think that the main thing is that we had to make a decision. That's right. That we were not going to focus and let the enemy get into our mind. Yeah, there's. We already said that it was a mindset.
1: There's plenty of negative thoughts, negative things that we could have focused on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God, you know, He has it all in His view. He knows everything. He sees. He understands, and He's working it out for right. us. And whether we see His hand moving or not. Uh, It's like the old uh, what was the old song that said, "When you can't um, see his hand, trust his His heart." heart. And that's what we had to do. We had to really put that into action in our lives. So
0: because we know that the battlefield starts in the mind. That's right. That's where it is. It's in the mind. And there were so many times that I thought I was going to go crazy. I truly thought I was going to go crazy. Because my mind and, and you experienced this too, my mind was was just I had to rein it in. I had to think on the things that God wanted to
1: you, Even today, today has been a, a difficult day for me mentally. Yeah. Because it's like that the things just flood in and what what about this? Or what about this? and I and I have to choose, intentionally choose not to allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. So I always decide, we decide that we want to keep um, our mind on the right things and not allow our minds to become destroyed like our surroundings are. Yeah,
0: and I was reminded by something that I heard, that when we abide in Him, so do all of our circumstances. I love that statement. Because there were times I couldn't sleep at night. There were times I could... I mean, a lot of the times I couldn't sleep at night and you're over there snoring because you are a man of faith. And I mean, you'd be over there rocking those Z's and I'm laying over here and I can't sleep because my mind was going 90 to nothing. Like, you know, and and, and, I don't know, some of you may truly, truly uh, understand where I'm coming from, that I was going to some of the worst places yeah in my mind i was going to some of the worst places certainly and are you know are we going to eat and, and and it's so funny because we were in a um we i love structure and so we had uh, i mean we had our things that we did we quote we, well, cracker barrel on sunday you know we 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 did our saturday morning and saturday morning breakfast that's like a sure. date thing and i mean i was even like are we going to be able to go to cracker barrel anymore that- you know, are we going to be able to go on our Saturday morning breakfast? Are we going to yeah. eat?
1: Well, Matthew you know? would not would say you're going to eventually go there because he thinks that Cracker Barrel is it's Cracker an old folks' <laughs> home. <laughs> he,
0: he would say every Sunday, do you want to go to the Cracker yep. Barrel? No, I don't, yeah. don't like Cracker Barrel. That's for like, old you, people. You know, you like pancakes. Come on, that's right, and chicken, or chicken strips. That's right. No, he does not like. And so that the even those things, you know, I would I. You may relate to this, but I would think about even some of the silliest things, like are we going to be able to get a, a you know, an oil change in our vehicle? That is important.
1: Those those important things, but we got to keep the mind on the right <laughs> yes. things, and, and it leads me to a, a, a very basic scripture that I want to clarify here because this is this scripture is not just for people who are in difficult seasons. This is for every single kind of season that you could ever face in your life. I'm talking about even the, the highest mountaintop, exciting, celebratory type of season you can be in. This scripture is for every one of those, as well as people who are kind of in the middle or going through difficult seasons like we have gone through. And so that's why we believe that, that the story that we share is going to be an encouragement for others because it could apply to anybody. So, the the passage is this. It's Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 and 9. And I'm reading the NLT, and it says to fix your thoughts on what is true, what is honorable, what is right, what is pure, what is lovely, and what is admirable. And here's what Paul wrote to the Philippian church he said, Think about these things, because these things are excellent and they're worthy of praise. And then he goes further. He says, keep putting into practice all that you learned and, and receive from me. And I think he's speaking of, hey, you saw me when I was going through difficult seasons. I'm I'm putting it into practice yeah. here. Yeah. I had kept my mind on the right things. I fought the battle, not just the spiritual battle in my soul, but also the spiritual battle that's in my mind.
0: Yes. And yes. that's
1: where it all begins. So he said, keep on putting into practice all you learn, and receive from me everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then, I like that word, it's a transitional word.
0: If you do this.
1: Then the God of peace will be with you.
0: Right. And the pop for today is God is more interested in what is happening in you Mm -hmm. than what is happening to you. Of course, he, he cares about what you're going through. But when you're going through, he is more interested in what he is developing in you. Trees, their roots get stronger during storms. They dig down deeper during the storms. And he is more concerned and and he wants to see what he is developing in you through it. That's the pop for today.
1: Yeah, so an actionable item you can you can implement now is to keep the main thing the main thing. Mm-hmm. And what is the main thing? Well, there's a lot that you, that you can't control. yeah, but what you should do is focus on the things that you can control. Simply put is this, fix your thoughts on the right things. I, I I I remember even sometimes and probably today I did the same thing. I verbally out loud spoke to myself and say said, get it together, put your thoughts in the right place. You're not gonna think on those things. Right. You're not going to. And I have we have to intentionally put that into action. Right. So because if we don't, our mind just drifts and we flip and we just right. we drift away from what Philippians 48 and 9 says.
0: And I think that is what David was referring to when he said sometimes you have to encourage yourself Amen. in the Lord. Sometimes you have to talk to yourself and say, "Self, you are not going to go there. You're going to you're going to have peace. You're going to trust, and you are going to know that he is with you through. Yeah. He's with you through.
1: So lastly, let God and even the enemy see you growing through your devastating trials, your difficulties, your your struggling seasons, or even those times when you're Running through the meadow and, you know, and there's wildflowers and butterflies and, and everything's, if the, every, uh, everything's glorious. The hills are alive, right? With the
0: sound of music.
1: Yes, but because God really is, as you mentioned in the pop, God is more interested in what is happening in you than what is happening to you. Right.
0: Y'all, we sure hope that this episode has given you something to be encouraged about. Or something to think about, something to implement.
1: Well, we have given them something to think about. We have. We have. We
0: have. We We actually have, yes. And we're so glad that you joined us today. And um, we hope to have you join us from here on out in this journey of Walk the Faith.
1: It has been an absolute pleasure having you with us today. If you heard something you liked, please hit the like and share buttons on your podcast platform. So that others could enjoy this episode too. And if you'd like to contact us, please send us an email at walkthefaithpodcast at gmail.com. That's walkthefaithpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time.